A support group for the partners of adults with ADHD? What? That struck many as a strange concept back in 2003. That's when I advanced it in the essay I'll share with you. I could call it the essay that launched a movement. Some feedback was critical, even angry. I was scolded. It's the adults with ADHD who need support. Well, of course they did. That's a given. Why is this an either-or thing? Back then, even more so now, there were many groups and online forums devoted to adults with ADHD. In fact, I facilitated one of those groups in, in Palo Alto, California, still do. There were none, however, for their partners. And there were very few mention in the two or three books on adult ADHD at that time about partner issues. This despite the fact that every negative outcome for adults with ADHD can affect the partner and the family. Job loss, driving safety, money issues. This despite the fact that in such cases the partner is typically expected to both compensate, play cleanup, be compassionate, and never ask for anything. For most people, this is not a sustainable strategy. Hello, I'm Gina Para, author of several groundbreaking books on adult ADHD and relationships and creator of the first comprehensive training for consumers, Solving Your Adult ADHD Puzzle. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I started the online group called ADHD Partner because my husband had just been diagnosed in the late 1990s, and I found almost no helpful resources. When I joined CHAD and then became a volunteer in the early 2000s, adult ADHD wasn't even on the agenda. I'd talk to people at conferences. Everything was about children, and I'd talk to the people at the conferences who were parents. And most of them, like one parent, not two parents. And I'd say, well, is there not an adult with ADHD in your household, given the genetic factor? And many would just say, oh, I've given up on my spouse. It's all about the children. Well, I didn't see that <laughs> as a wise long-term strategy. Um so my early CHAD conference presentations were some of the first on adult ADHD. And my Silicon Valley adult ADHD group was one of the first and still going. Same for my face-to-face -face partners group. I had found my husband's medication treatment hit or miss, uh, to put it mildly. My journalistic background then merged with my new advocacy uh, creating ADHD awareness and support here in Silicon Valley. And I asked myself, was I alone in this? Is this, uh, is this was it as good as it was going to get? Is this the common experience? And that's when I launched the ADHD partner group locally as a Yahoo Groups group. But it quickly spread internationally. By now, 10,000 members have come through the group. I have read each application essay and personally responded to it. That's a lot of typing. That's also learning 10,000 stories and detecting patterns amongst them. 
Here in 2022, the partner's need for support remains puzzling to some, including some mental health professionals, including some with high-level adult ADHD expertise. Some even resent the idea. That makes absolutely no sense for anyone. These mental health professionals and others have fallen into this binary trap, as I see it. That is, they believe they serve the adults with ADHD best by totally aligning with them. This is um, a very old uh, therapeutic concept, sometimes against their, quote, critical partners. And they might view their intimate partners primarily as executive assistants to be recruited for their ADHD partner's aid. If they don't fall in line, then they're the enemy. Never mind if they'd been exhausting themselves for years trying to compensate, trying to figure out what's happening, being compassionate, being kind, and taking far too much of the blame. Blame that sometimes came, however unwittingly, from their ADHD partners, lost in their own symptoms and unable to objectively see Their own behaviors is problematic. Now, a bit of background. A few years after I founded the first group for the Partners Of, I felt compelled to educate the public and the profession by writing the essay, I'll read for you in a minute, for our local Chad of Northern California newsletter. It circulated widely online at the time. Before we knew the word viral, it was viral. And remember, the internet then wasn't what it is today, children. No social media, no blogs, at least on adult ADHD. Google was in its infancy. Think more grassroots than commercial and gamed. I get nostalgic about those days sometimes, especially in the last 10 years. Five years later, in 2008, my first book expanded upon the importance of including the partner in any treatment, especially medication, for the adult with ADHD, and of striving for a more equitable approach in couple therapy. Not to mention couple therapy that actually is based on ADHD evidence-based treatment strategies. It's all about teamwork. Now, again, I'm swimming upstream. This went counter to how most therapists are trained and to the general cultural narrative that adults should be in charge of themselves. He's an adult. She's an adult. Okay. But he or she still has ADHD, And it can be hard, even when you don't have ADHD, to navigate the system, find competent professionals, uh, follow up. Uh, All of it takes a lot of executive functions. Current research in the field of couple therapy is finally underscoring the need for this kind of teamwork. It points to a, quote, bidirectional effect from living with a mate's untreated mental health condition. That is, it creates stress for the individual, the individual who has the condition, and that stress can exacerbate the condition. Stress in relationships, on the job, with money, and with children. 
even if only for the benefit of the ADHD partner. Holistic treatment is crucial, but honestly, everyone deserves help. That is the compassionate approach. That is the smart approach. That includes the spouse and sometimes the parents of adults, uh, children with ADHD, and the children. Many prescribers and many therapists still haven't gotten the memo, or at least read it, or at least know how to implement it. As a result, many adults with ADHD, single or in a committed relationship, don't receive the treatment they deserve. That affects every aspect of their lives, including employment, money, health, intimate relationships, and parenting. Psychologist Arthur Robin, PhD, and I incorporated this bi-directional evidence-based knowledge to our adult ADHD couple therapy model. I shared a Q&A on this topic in another podcast. We now live, of course, in the time of COVID. Living situations, jobs, and health are more stressed than ever, and resources are further restricted. Applications to my online group started flooding in by at least April of 2020. I could barely keep up. They started slowing a bit around spring 2021, but still continue at a steady pace. For many, the emergency is over. Yet, when will the next emergency expose the leaks in their boat anew? It's anyone's guess. For the past five years, I've steadily worked on creating the first comprehensive online training program for adults with ADHD and their loved ones, professionals too. There is nothing else like it. If there were, I wouldn't have had to work so hard for the past five years when I'd actually hoped to be retired. There's nothing else like it, which is crazy because the lessons are what should be standard in adult ADHD therapy, and in couple therapy. We know this. We know this from the evidence. We know this from the clinical research. We know what works. Now, more than ever, we must tend to both partners' needs and thus the needs of the relationship and the family. The situation is critical, and lives do truly hang in the balance. We saw research halfway into COVID, for example, showing that people with ADHD were more likely to contract it. I saw this lead to even more disruption at home. And many of my friends with ADHD who did contract COVID seem to be having a higher rate of after effects that affect their brain functioning and their health. More about that in a future post. Now for the little essay from 2003. Titled, Why Support for the Partners? When partners of adults with ADHD attend a support group, what's on the agenda? Okay, venting, venting, ranting, blowing off steam, whatever you want to call it, sessions do occur especially after, say, the partner with ADHD has gone on a particularly costly eBay buying binge. eBay was big at the time. In large part, however, individuals seek a support group to better understand their ADHD partner. 
They also seek to salvage a relationship marred by years, if not decades, of misunderstanding and hurt, often despite of or because of misguided couple therapy. They hope to stop being exasperated and depressed and start learning new strategies. Lest we forget, many partners knew nothing about adult ADHD prior to the relationship. Their ADHD partners didn't either. Many don't discover ADHD's presence until decades into the marriage. Sure, books on adult ADHD prove useful. Note, there were only about three when I started the group. Nothing, however, beats real-life validation. For example, oh, you mean that's ADHD impulsivity too? And you mean he or she isn't doing that just to drive me insane? With each new aha moment, members gain a different perspective. Soon, the confusion subsides and real learning takes place. Listen in to the online support group via a few snippets. My understanding ADHD meant that I could gain a firmer grip on reality. I came to know exactly what I was dealing with instead of being perpetually confused by the chaos. From that point, I could stop reacting and start acting. When I first came to this group, I had so much anger. I actually felt like I was spitting fire when I would vent here. Now I've been able to separate things out. I have a long way to go to understand and cope with my dear husband's behaviors, but I've progressed more in two weeks being in this group than in the previous eight years. It feels like a new world of possibilities has opened up. I feel true hope for the first time in many years. Validation paves the path to a happier future. Practical information fills the conversations as well. Strategies for better communication, financial management, household chore delegation, finding good care providers, and co-parenting with their partners. Bit by bit, members can start focusing less on ADHD and more on enriching their lives, regaining a sense of themselves that had become lost in the fog. Best of all, the group provides a community of people who need no explanations and always offer a sympathetic ear. Sometimes this opportunity to be heard and alleviate feelings of isolation makes all the difference. One longtime member put it this way, Before I found this group, I thought I was all alone with absolutely no one to understand the dynamics that my partner's ADHD created in the relationship, including the therapist. But here I found that most of us are in the same boat and we're all trying and exploring our different options. I am eternally grateful to this group. It's what has kept me going since I joined four years ago. That's the end of the original essay, the essay that launched a movement. For all these years, the group has been open to the public and free. I am familiar enough with the sometime ADHD effect on jobs and money that I know money can be scarce. That's not true for everyone. 
Of course, nothing is true for everyone with ADHD. So I just wanted to create a low barrier to entry. Finally, during COVID, just <laughs> I had to uh, include at least a donation option. And at this point, it's still a donation-based. I might be taking it to a different kind of membership soon in combination with the course, but that's a little ways out. I also want to mention that what's been new during COVID is a just an outpouring of men, not with ADHD, but whose female partners have ADHD. Now, this is new. I've always welcomed men to the local group and to the online group, but it's never been many. It's always been like maybe one man married to a woman with ADHD for every 50 or 60 or 100 women married to men with ADHD. So this is new, and this is something that's also gaining prominence as these men receive validation and education. I include a specific community for them in my online training because often sometimes the issues in the larger group can seem like people that aren't quite clear on what ADHD is. They might confuse it with being men, as as the men tell me. They benefit from the larger group, but also the subgroup. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next time. Take care of yourself. For the full uh, written blog post on this, look for the link in the show notes.